Hi guys, I'm Brendan Whitted, and I'll be joined by Garrett for The Big Picture, the pop culture arm of the That's Black Male podcast network. We ask on whatever platform you listen that you please rate, review, and subscribe. Without further ado, let's get to it. Lately, your low self-esteem is just good common sense. Welcome to uh, That's Black Male, uh, the the, the big picture, uh, the kind of the pop culture arm of the That's Black Male podcast. As always, I'm I'm with uh, I'm with Garrett. That was the uh, that I was the opening. Do you know without that, that was not opening line, but do you know where that line is from? What movie that line is from? It was hitting me, and then I lost it. And it was it, it was funny because the way you delivered it, I was just like, wait a minute. <laughs> you want you want to take a guess, or I'm gonna go for no, it? No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not guessing. You gotta tell you gotta tell people where it's from. What uh you know it's it's V Day is right around the corner so I'm I'm going uh romantic movies romantic comedies Spanglish, Spanglish. Ooh, okay. Uh, it's Tia Leone and her uh, her mother uh, played by uh, Elizabeth McCord. That was a no no not, not Elizabeth McCord. I'm sorry. That was uh. And that was Adam Sandler, right? Yeah, that was with Adam Sandler. Um, yeah. That was with Tia Leone. I'm trying. To, I'm looking for the. I thought I had the actress's name. I'll, I'll pull it up. But uh, that that delivers it to her to her daughter. It's one of my favorite uh, like romantic comedy movies. You know, you know, it's, I, and it's I got food give, in it too. Like it's just. It's, I gotta give you. I gotta give you a little bit of credit because, like, I really like. You know, I know, I know you like your rom coms. Yeah. I didn't realize how deep into it you were though, because like Spanglish. Like you put on Spanglish. I was like, okay, alright. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's one of my favorite. Not doing this. You true to this. Oh, oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Four flats and a Cadillac for real. Like, it's 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 real life over here. It's 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 real life over here. It's, just, it's because like I feel like that's a more honest representation of what you know love is. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, you could go mm-hmm. the English patient. Like I'll cross the desert seas during World War Two. And fam, I'm not doing all that. Okay. Ooh. If that if, mm-hmm. if 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 that is not if that's what Four I have to do, that's God's will, right? God decided that that's. Hey man, hey, hey, hmm. that's it. That's you know. God said I'm gonna have to see. I'm gonna have to see you after a while. No, that's, <laughs> he's giving me a message in another I'm lifetime. Even, in another lifetime. lifetime. But like what, Rob, what Cops, Rob Cops are a little bit more believable, right? Like in the way that you can kind of you know have these arguments and, and all this other stuff, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the end of the world. I think that's also a lot of the thing that I like about rom coms, like the world isn't isn't in flux or anything like that like mm-hmm. the stakes are relatively small and i'm not saying that being heartbroken is a, is a small stake but i mean like you know you'll get over it like you know like you'll, you'll be fine it's, it's literally not the end of your world it's, like, it's, it's really it's, not you'll be sad rom-coms rom-coms are love meets well shit happens yeah that's literally it yeah that, that, like that's the formula <laughs> that's that's precisely a formula because shit does happen like mm-hmm. shit do be happening like it it do be facts so like mm-hmm. it's 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 fun and it's and it and it kind of there's a fun pace to it you know what i mean and it's a little bit more uh kind of what i think of like nowadays maybe maybe back in the g where it, you know there was a courting period and something like maybe the 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 romance part of it plays a larger part then now i think rom-coms are kind of specifically that genre is specifically tailored to like now immediate satisfaction immediate gratification they're 90 minutes you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they're like they're like very easily consumable like you can just you knock see, it out you see where they meet you see where they fall for each other you see the problem that arises 
you see kind of the uh, falling out, and then you get your fix. That's it. You're good. Hey, a clean, a clean ninety minutes. You're a clean good. ninety, and I'm out that joint. And I'm out hey. that joint. I never understood like I can't get my my man to to watch rom coms. He's sleeping. He is very much sleeping. It's a it's a good time, man. It's a good time. To get into it. Uh, how, how, how you doing, Gary? What a uh, what a, what's some of the uh, the stuff that you are that you're consuming right now? I feel like I never asked you what you want because this kind of whole this whole show is kind of what you want. But like I, I I've been meaning to ask you and I haven't really I haven't really gotten around to it. Uh no, I, I understand. I understand. Um, let's see. What what new? Um, aside from I guess WandaVision is the newest thing for me. Again, but we we go we're gonna lead that to the side because yeah. you know we don't want to get no spoilers in that. Right. Uh, but you know what I've been catching up on is Snowfall. Oh, yes. And whew, mm, mm. like I never, I didn't get into it like in real time, but like watching it now and being able to binge watch it, oh, that's some story, that's some storytelling, some storytelling. I have never rooted for a uh, drug pusher like I have for Franklin Saint, but then I'm also like, nigga, you're destroying the community. <laughs> And you're okay with it. Like you see with you see the writing on the wall and you're okay with it. I, I'm having a little bit of struggle with it, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep rocking with it. Uh, I think it comes back like it actually comes back this month. So yeah, I'll about to say it's a couple of weeks from now. Like yeah. that I was I was late to the snowfall train. Like I, I kind of all got caught up in the last like few months or whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's not that it started slow. It's just like I, I it had gotten such high reviews from from a lot of my boys. That I'm like, man, I don't want to watch this and then not not dig it like everybody else does because I don't want to be that guy. Like Breaking Bad. I, honestly, I was and like I never, that with Breaking and Bad, got, and I never got into Breaking Bad. I, 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 they had hyped it by the time the final season came around. It had hyped so much that I just went ahead and binged it uh, before the mm-hmm. final season. I was like, okay. You know what I mean? I didn't think it was, I didn't think it was like great. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good, good show. Uh, I thought in one major way that it is inferior to The Wire and in Snowfall, you don't see any effect on his community. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you are putting this much more highly potent form of this drug out here and really making it. I'm just saying, like, he, you out here, like, like again, I, didn't, I didn't watch, but I'm assuming he, he was cooking meth, right? Yeah, like, yeah, he was cooking meth and doing Ooh. it. And, and because he is, I'm not giving the game away. And because he is a science teacher, he does it in a way that is like just better and superior Pope. to his competition. Right. He's he got he got that blue magic. He got that loud pack of that meth. Yeah. So, like, he really the plug. And so, like, mm. but you never see any sort of effects to his community in, in the way that the wire is in the community. So you can yeah. only help us. Oh, you, you felt it, you felt it feel in the it. wire. And, you, and you then feel snowfall feel- is the same way. Yeah. yeah. But you know, still a good, still a good show. But like, I w- but I was also scared because I had binged it. Maybe I had missed out on like the fun of waiting every week. I don't feel that way with snowfall. Like I caught up and I was like, damn, I want more of that. That was. Yeah amazing and then find out the dude is is uh is british is really oh the dog the story the story about how he learned how to do the accent oh yeah yeah i heard they, it. like they hired they hired um like the production company hired dub c to teach yes. him how to talk like a like a like a cali cat yo that shit was crazy and it was like you hear him switch back and forth i was like that's acting <laughs> <laughs> that, that is absolutely and you believe it you know what i mean you believe it in his ascension if you I mean, you still probably technically have time to catch up if you start immediately. 
you could probably catch up in mm-hmm. time for the for the for the. Yeah, you, could, you have to see speed through it though. It's like, it comes back February twenty fourth. But I mean, again, it's, it's back to a weekly, so you got time. Right, exactly. Through. So you got a little bit of time to catch up. Uh, speaking of, you know, some old school classes like The Wire, College Dropout uh, debuted seventeen years mm. ago yesterday. Ageless. Uh, <laughs> take, 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 yeah, it really is. Take, take me back to then when, when, when young Garrett was first putting on the Walkman. I don't know what we were listening to back then, but no, uh, no, no. So, so my, so I, I, I actually remember exactly where I was the first time I heard it. I was sitting in the cafeteria at uh, school, and my man's uh, James Shutan, as we call, <laughs> that's that is the that is the white pronunciation. He was Nigerian. That's the white pronunciation of his last name, but he just let it rock. But he he was a, he was our bootlegger, and I again, I, you know, for those who don't know, I went to a, I went to a private, predominantly white high school. Yeah, that's a whole other story. But <laughs> uh, so, but again, you know, two two only two of the brothers in there. So he right. used to he used to get everything on bootleg, get it early. So he gave it to me before it hit the streets. Man, I was listening to that and I was like, at first, I was like, what is like, what is this? Okay, all right. You know what I'm saying? I was like, the, I was like the beats of fire, but I was like, I don't know if I'm getting with the raps. And then like played it a little more, gave it the, you know, gave it the car test and everything. And I'm like, oh, oh, this is fire. And then just it kept building and building until finally, like, that was that was the soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Everybody had everybody switching up. So we said, you know, everybody's like, I'm wearing the polos now. I'm just like, what? <laughs> like, it was, it's, it's crazy the impact that college dropout had on the culture. Yeah, it is. Because, like, just for context, like a year earlier, Get Richard Die Trying was the biggest record mm-hmm. that had, had hit. Um, and so, like, that's kind of where the rap mentality was. I, I had seen him on the Through the Wire video on BET. And so I, and that came out a good little minute before his album actually dropped. Uh, and so I had been looking forward to hearing him because like it sounded different. You know what I mean? First off, it wasn't New York rap, you know, and that's, yeah. that's mostly what I was listening to at the time. The, a little bit of Southern stuff, a little bit of TI, uh, a little bit of New Orleans stuff, but not a lot. Like not, not, I was mostly up North rapping. Uh, I was mostly listening to up North rap at the time and he's Midwest and he's not, you know, he's not, uh, talk about committing large amounts of felonies uh, every nah. week. <laughs> and you know, I, what, like, I, which I rock with because I'm like, hey, man, I'm like 15, 16 years old, man. Like, that's, I, I'm just I was, you like, I can't, I can't really relate to the trap life. <laughs> but he's just talking about making money and, you know, getting it how he gets it. And that's what I like. Like, I'm making 70, 27, 25 an hour. Like, that's that's where I'm at with it right there. Like, you know, I'm like, that's 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 me doing work. Uh, so, like, I, it just... It, it, Shit, 7 an hour? You were balling back then. What you mean? Oh, yeah, what? What you talking about? I, I was... That's hot cotton right there. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. Um, but, like, yeah, like, that's... And, you know, that's where he was kind of coming from. It was a little bit more tangible, a little bit more realistic for me. Uh, and, like, that was, that was really cool. Like, that was... And then you combine that with late registration, like that one-two combo in terms of individual artists. There's not too many people that came out the gate that hard. Like, I mean, Jay, um, Wayne. Truth truth be told, I cannot, I can't really think of an artist off the top of my head who's, especially their second album, 
like a straight, like a straight, really like solo artist. Their second album was on par or better than their first. Cause typically like the sophomore slump is real. And I was like, like literally, I can't really, I can't like off the top of my head, I can't really think of anybody whose second album topped their first, their first one. But like I said, I I actually probably would prefer late registration to college dropout, even though college dropout was such a you know game changer. Game changer. But it was just like late, like late registration just came on and you mm-mm. I didn't I didn't fully I didn't fully understand it until a year later. Um, I was just thinking about so now you got me down this road. Um, Ti's, Ti's, uh, I'm serious. Then the trap music, I got trap music that's better than I'm serious. Oh, see, that's a that's a hard one though. Yeah, because I'm serious. Kind of like it, kind of is his first album, but it's not really, really his first album. I guess if you if you go if you go it, it depends on how you weigh him. You go by commercial. You go by, go by commercial. And like, like, yeah, your first commercial album, right? Like the one that people actually hear you and know you, you know, nationwide, worldwide. His first album is trap music. Because I remember, what, like, I, I still remember. <laughs> again, this is actually terrible, but all of these albums I got on bootleg. So, because I remember, I mean, every, music, I mean it's I not terrible. Every, <laughs> yeah, everybody was getting that. Like, if you're if you're if your computer didn't have a virus from LimeWire, we probably couldn't be friends. Like let's let's. Oh, just, see, I didn't see y'all. Y'all had y'all. y'all I said, y'all had the means. I didn't have a CD burner, so I literally had to get my bootleg from the cat at the barbershop. My man, my man's in school. Like that was it. That was how I got. Like I said, I got a bootleg. But I'm saying, like I didn't make them. But yeah, nah, like yeah. I mean, if you're saying like trap music was pretty much his first album, and then you know um, um, what came after that? It was Urban Legend came next, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to me, Urban Legend didn't top trap music because he just went so hard on time. On okay. the first one. But you know, so no, yeah, so like I, I said, I can't Lupe probably like that would be that's the first guy I think of. Uh Lupe mm. his his one two punches is hustle. Same city. Uh but but uh his one two punch is pretty is pretty nasty too. Um there's a guy that knows a little bit about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven punches, Tom Brady. Uh Got another, another chip, another. Yeah, another he chip. did another chip. Uh, and you know, and you know, the thing about that is, yeah. So again, both you and I are Carolina Panther fans. Yeah. You know, tried and true. Yep. I just didn't want Tampa Bay to get a championship before Carolina, and it hurts. It hurt even even though it comes as a as a as a as a means to an end, you know, they got they went out and got Tom Brady and somehow procured Gronk and somehow procured Antonio. Like, this is not the Tampa Bay that we grew up knowing. Well, but <laughs> they already had division. one though. They already had I would have been more hurt if the Falcons got a got a chip. Like Tampa Bay already had one. They they already got one with Gruden. So like it's not we still we aren't the, I just yeah. don't want to be the last team in the NFC South without yeah, but- and I don't know, and I don't know what it is, because honestly, the one they did get, you're just kind of like, I honestly don't even count that one. I'm like, you know, it's Tampa Bay, like, because they really just snuck up. They did. But yeah, like that one, that one, that one hurt a little bit. But you're all, you are right. I don't, I don't want the Falcons to get one before that. No. But yeah, Tom, Ever. Tom Brady, who, who white America is trying to tell us is the greatest athlete ever. And you know, and I think it was the Athletic. The Athletic pissed me off 
with that little, I don't know if you saw the tweet, but it was, it was on Twitter and I'm sure they posted it on the website every day. They had Tom Brady in color and said, is Brady the best? And in black and white around him, they surrounded him with Jordan. I think so. I, I, I imagine Serena was on there. Simone Biles, Phelps, and there was a, there was a couple other people. But literally, and Tiger. And so, like, literally everybody behind Tom in black and white, and, like, you know, clearly they're elevated Tom, is a better athlete than Tom Brady. <laughs> is, a better, is, a, is a more tried and true individual, individual accolades, you know what I'm saying? Like, not into, like, most of them are not team athletes, which means they're doing it all themselves. Yeah. Not that Tom Brady does not have, you know what I'm saying, like, un largely unparalleled skill. I still think Aaron Rodgers is a better all-around quarterback than Tom Brady. That's me personally. I think Aaron Rodgers can do things that Tom Brady can't, that can't. Whereas Tom Brady may be a better winner, but individually, Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. But like the audacity to put it, like the, to, to put Brady in the question of greatest athlete ever, like Michael Jordan, still team, team player, like literally, like, you know, it's a team sport. Basketball is a team sport. But Jordan, <laughs> but Jordan, like you can't. It's so weird that we do this like that. It's like, is he the best? Why does he have to be the best quarterback ever? If we all are acknowledging that wins aren't a quarterback stat, right? Like football is our most, I think it's the, it's the most team oriented of all of our team sports. Mm -hmm. uh, because you can't do anything without the other. Like you literally can't yeah. like even a great quarterback as Mahomes showed uh, on the Super Bowl. If your offensive line is, is, is subpar. If they're if, the, if they're not catching, doesn't matter how many times you juke are literally you parallel can, to the can, ground. You can, you can throw world's greatest amazing incompletions. Yo, watch. <laughs> but when they can't catch the ball. Watching it hit old boy in the face in the face. Two man. times. Two like, times. Both of the both Tyreek Hill and who was the who's the one in the fourth quarter? Uh, the Tyreek Hill won early on in the game. Well, Travis, Travis Kelsey won on the – yeah, I, I wouldn't uh, – Tyreek Hill, that would have been a spectacular catch. Travis Kelsey early on misses a third down uh, – would have been a third down conversion, uh, and Tampa Bay gets the ball right back and score. Like, that was a big – honestly, I'm going to just – fuck it. I know it's been days, but it's still on my, on my, on my heart. Uh, those two calls in the first half changed the changed the entire complexion. Oh, don't don't get me don't get me started on the yeah. The defensive holding that would have otherwise been Tyron Matthew um, uh, getting an interception and the defensive so, pass interference after uh, Mike Evans trips up the cornerback makes the cornerback fall and somehow is then for on the on the quarterback. It was ridiculous. So like they both, so they talked about they talked about they are, and they are right they are right. Kansas City the Kansas City Chiefs secondary defense did play hands on the entire the entire season. And we're not really called for it. Now, calling them on it in the Super Bowl is an interesting stance to take. But then, like, the stuff with, like you said, the, the unsportsmanlike kind, like, there were enough calls that really just made it seem like Roger Goodell picked up the bat phone and said, I want my storybook ending. Right. This, I mean, it was, and it was, and the, rest, the penalties and the rest were 8-1 to one in the first half. Like, at, at halftime, the penalties were 8-1. to one. And, like, you can't have a – it was a three-possession game for pretty much that entire second half. And, and when you put those guys in that sort of position, the, the Bucks 
are we're sixth in the league in sacks. Like, and they're going against a team where literally they've had to shuffle everybody on, on the front line because uh, Fisher, their left tackle, was hurt. So, like, you put them in that sort of position. Yeah, they lost, but I just felt like we got right. I think Tampa Bay might have won anyway. Like, they were incredible. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, no. The Tampa, Bay, the Tampa Bay defense, like I said, they were literally starting in Mahomes' lap the entire time. So, I still think Tampa Bay wins that because well, we in got that right, game, though. Tampa Bay was the better team. They were the better team on both sides of the ball. But we got However, robbed. We, we, we got, got robbed, robbed of, a, of a watchable Super Bowl. Yeah, like, it was it, like. <laughs> it was so bad. Like it was so bad. Like, I just couldn't watch. Did you miss the Super Bowl party? Or like, did you miss? Like, I don't know if you routinely go to Super Bowl parties or whatever. Like, that. you know it. So I, I, you know, I typically have gone somewhere to watch the game. You know, typically not just at home or what have you. Um, but this is one of the like. It's funny because this game was so just meh because of the calls. The calls that kept continually taking us out of the game, and you know, discussing the calls and all that. And then just like, you know, it was so lopsided. I was glad that I was at home because I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking like if I'm going out, because again, when you go out, you spend more money. Like if I'm if I'm going out either to like somebody else's crib and I got to go out and get home. <laughs> I'm old now. So I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, of, thinking of logistics, even though like when I'm not going, everybody's work from home and I go anywhere in the morning. But it's like the, the you know, but if I'd have been at a bar, and like I'm paying bar prices for the wings and fucking drinks and everything. And I'm like, man, I paid like, I done spent $150 on this trash game. <laughs> like I'd have been hot. Yeah. So for this game, for this year, I was glad I was at home. I ordered wings. I spent $25. <laughs> I already had beer in the crib. I was good. In there like swimwear. Um and- I don't like Super Bowl parties, and I, and I, and it's only because I enjoy sports, and those sorts of parties, like if it's Super Bowl or boxing or anything like that, it understandably draws people that are not really fans of the sport, uh, mm. and that cannot always be a fun experience for me to watch. You might yeah. want to like talk to me about random stuff. And I'm like, hey man, normally I would, I you know, I would you know pretend to be chatting you up at this at this particular function because I'm supposed to be social. Got you. But right now, there actually is something <laughs> that is legitimately holding my my attention, and you're drawing away from that. And like, it just the vibe isn't really where I'm on. Like, it's it it never, it's never like perfect. It's never like the the right amount mm. of people and the right amount of care. Like, the if I'm at a party, I would much rather not care about the game at all. It it sounds like you're going to the wrong Super Bowl parties, there, brother. I'm, I'm just saying. Maybe, I, I mean, look, may, maybe it's just uh, maybe it's just all the Super Bowl parties that I've been to. It could be, or it's just. Sure. Or it's just that they're trash. Um, <laughs> um, I want to I, I want to ask about something that is a little bit uh, more prescient than the Super Bowl that just came to pass uh, <laughs> on Twitter. The last seventy two hours, I guess we've all been trapped in this uh, interesting uh, drama of what's going to happen with this uh, woman and the Gorilla Glue adhesive spray that she oh. applied to her hair. Yeah. I don't really super understand. Well, I mean- And I, it's, been, it's been longer than 72 hours, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, maybe it has been. Maybe maybe it has been. I, I don't know. I, I've, I've been like kind of in and out on it. I, I was hoping that everything was gonna be all right. It turns out apparently things, things turned out well for her. She was able to uh, get the, you know, thanks to the doctor and I'll pull up his name now, but thanks to the doctor was able to get the uh, adhesive 
material out um, by breaking down the compound. Doctor, doctor, doctor went in the lab, got the yeah. got the mortar and pestle. You know, what I'm saying cooked it, cooked it up, and got the the the, the uh, gorilla glue out of her hair. So you know, got Godspeed to her. Glad that happened. However, that is still the dumbest thing I have ever seen or heard. <laughs> doctor Michael Obang. That's the that's the that's the doctor mm-hmm. that was able to to break down the the compound. So shout out, bro. Shout out. Go go ahead, man. Hey, and when, there, when there's a will, there's a black person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but nah, like so 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 like you, I kind of like I ignored it for the first part. Like there was a whole TikTok thing she did, you know that that exposed it to the world. And apparently, she says by her own words, she did it not to seek viral fame and everything, but to ask for help. Now, I was, you know, there's been a lot of back and forth with people and everything and trying to figure out the situation. I was kind of like, you know, everybody makes mistakes. You know, you use things in a manner that they're not meant to be used. We all do it, especially black people, because we find it works for something else, so we do it anyway. Even though it says on the label, don't do this. I'm like, hey, she works. It works. Put a little WD40, <laughs> WD, WD40 on your knees when it, you know, when the arthritis. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure black people have used WD40 for things inconsistent with the manner in which it was manufactured. That being said, when some thing, like when things go wrong the first time, you know what we do as black people when we, at least, at least in my house. Again, my dad, you know, we. We've jury raised some shit over the years. Right. But if something goes wrong, you know what we do? We read, we read the instructions or we read the warnings that we disavowed the first time after something is going wrong, after, after things are not going how they were supposed to. So had she have read the back of the gorilla glue, it would have said, water activates this. So when she said, I washed my hair 15 times and it's not helping, I said, well, baby girl, that's because you activated it each time. This is like, it's like concrete at this point. So there's that. Then I did not realize, I thought this was over the span of maybe like a couple of days, a week at most. She left that Gorilla Glue in her hair for apparently 30 days, a month, without seeking medical attention. That was where my compassion and my empathy went out the window. Because <laughs> I'm just like, yo, I can't, I, I, like I said, I get it. You made a mistake. Silly mistake, but you made a mistake. It happens to everybody. But when you don't take the next necessary steps to help yourself correct your mistake, I got, I, I kind of got nothing for you. <laughs> I just, I, that's just me. That's, that's, that's the way I view the world. So, but again, I'm still glad she came out on the other side. She got she got herself taken care of. The doctor, you know, what I'm saying the doctor mixed it up, got her got her situated. I just hope she and other people learn from this that reading labels is important. Yeah, um, I just the only question I really had was, so I understand that there is another hair adhesive, like setting spray, mm-hmm. I guess, that does have a gorilla. They call it, they call it gor- gorilla snot, All which right. is wild. 
Because yeah, no, apparently that was that was allegedly a big point of confusion. Yeah. There's a product on, there's a product on the market called Gorilla Snot. Okay. That the women folk use for their hair. Uh, actually, I, let, me, let me take it back because I don't know if it's strictly just women. I'm sure cats be doing their own do as well. So I so I kind of like I, I get some of that confusion. But I just feel like those wouldn't be yeah. in the same place. Like, that was the thing that was confusing to me. Like, whatever you were buying this Gorilla Snot, which, by the way, great marketing. Um, I, why, why you, this cannot be in the same place where so, adhesive so, is, right? So, 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 so. Actually, before I learned about the timeline, I was like, I can see how and why that might have happened. Because think about it. If you break something in your bathroom, say you now you got a little soap dish, you got, you know what I'm saying, the, the things your towels rest on, a lot of times you might you might fix it with an industrial strength adhesive. And you put it back under the sink. Because under the bathroom sink is where you store chemicals sometimes, cleaners typically, but other stuff, like I said, I, I remember growing up. Wood, we had wood glue at some point underneath the sink. Just happened to be where it wound up. I didn't put it in my hair because it said wood glue <laughs> on there. But I understand not every sometimes you just reach in and you're like, hey, this seems to work. You know what? I, I think you have I think you've turned me on this one because I was I was just very confused as to like cool. Well, what the other part was that I felt like you she went out specifically purchased this Gorilla Glue adhesive joint thinking that it was going to, that thinking that she was going to use it on her hair. But I guess she could have already had it at the crib and thought, hey. If I, you know, again, you know, social media is not the most reliable source. You know, you're only hearing. Let's speculate wildly. <laughs> speculate. I believe if, if, if the, much of what I have seen is to be believed, if she did not purchase it, it was there in the house to be used. Okay. So, like I said, that, I can forgive some parts of that. I still have never put anything in my hair that I've never read. See, you know, I try to use the golden rule, right? Like, how would I want to be treated in this scenario? <laughs> and I feel like- Break, if, that, break that down for me. If, if, if I feel like I, if I had made a colossal mistake on par with what this woman had done and then decided to share it with social media, even, even under the, the best of circumstances, I'd be all right with, with, with cats frying me. I would be all oh, right yeah. with that, right? You know, you know what I mean? What, like, I, think I, have that's not, fair. I haven't seen her say anything like, you know, oh, yeah, no, all I, of y'all, screw y'all, you know, y'all, y'all laughing at me. I haven't seen that. You know, they did say there was that whole thing about her trying to sue Gorilla Glue and people. And the funny part is people who were in her camp trying to convince the rest of us that she had a case. And then the whole, the, the only thing that made me a little bit upset was the whole thing of kind of giving, giving, mocking her a little bit, which, sorry, you're going to get a little bit of mockery, was that mocking her was somehow an affront to Black women and not understanding the trials and tribulations of black women and their hair and all of the things that they go through and how they're treated by the consumer market, all of which is extremely real, very real, very real issues, all of the things. 
this wasn't that. <laughs> this wasn't that. This was this was a poor this was a poor mistake that a person made and then sought refuge or sought you know a, a solution on the internet. Literally, in in the case of Doctor Obey, so mm -hmm. and you know, so it is what it is. Like I said, but it, it, to like I said, to her credit, it seems like she's taking it all in stride. I don't like I said, I don't think the I don't think the whole suit, you know, lawsuit thing was actually real. You know, TMZ or whatever probably picked that up and ran with it. Hey man, it's Twitter. It's Twitter. It's it's word of mouth. Things things are always gonna get murky before they get clear. So. But like I said, I'm, I'm glad for the woman that she got her head back because I can only imagine how that felt walking around We're gluing with your hair. an encasement on your head. That's like, she probably couldn't look surprised for some time. <laughs> look, I'm sorry, I, the, the jokes can fly now. She's on the other side. <laughs> like, so, but like I said, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad there was a there was a solution that happened. So yeah, <laughs> I'm going to seamlessly move from that uh, to uh, the instead of the past, the upcoming. So so Valentine's Day is coming up on the on Sunday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I believe so. Sunday. <laughs> yeah, on Sunday. I lost track of my days there for a second. Sorry, uh, the panini got me for a second. Um, so like it just generally speaking, you think for guys this year, there's like less pressure because we're in a panhandle, you know what I mean? Cause like, Oh, you know, you all, probably lots of things that you would normally do in a mm -hmm. Valentine's day sort of situation are going to be severely hindered. If not yeah. completely taken off the dress. So like, does that, does that, does that take the pressure off? I feel like that has to, you know, cause just, just cause there's now, we have waded into we have waded into possibly dangerous territory. So I'm going to try to answer your question in such a way. I know I do not believe that the pressure if there is, if you were not pressure. This, am I tripping? I feel like there's always pressure on guys to do. If like, my thing is this: if you're gonna if you're a guy who's gonna be under pressure for Valentine's Day, it's gonna happen regardless. Panini panorama or not. <laughs> yes, you may not be able to go out to a restaurant, you know what I'm saying, do all do the other things, but there's still gonna be the expectation of again for the brothers, the men folk who are under that type of pressure. You know, there's still gonna be the expectation of certain things. Um sorry. I don't know. I, I really, I really hope that these well, the, well, have... the I think the toughest pressure really comes from like, like you mentioned, are you under that pressure? Like if it's been like two months, three, you know what I mean? Like when, when it's like early and then Valentine's day rolls around because you was out but here, you, know, so that, so, you was so out here is... dating recklessly in November, you, 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 you scoundrel, what was you doing? You was playing Russian roulette. That's, and it's, and so that, that's the question. That's the question. Cause I, I think a lot of guys get caught up in that, you know, uh, you know, do, do I get a Valentine's Day gift? Because I mean, we've only been talking for like two right. months. Well, this is a different, this is a different scenario, different time. I'm assuming right. if you've been in the house like you're supposed to be, you really, I mean, you know, it, that pressure, in my opinion, should be what you make it. So <laughs> expectations should have already been measured and set 
but I'm also dealing with logic, so I don't. <laughs> Everybody teach their own in the house like you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be in the house, so you so the normal situations in which right, uh, you know, brother might find himself. Uh, damn, you know, I gotta figure this out. We've been, you know, I didn't I didn't cut it off, so like we, we still talking at Valentine's Day. So do I gotta get her something? How hard do I have to go? You really shouldn't come into that same situation if you've been doing what you're supposed to, what the CDC said, your ass in the house. Now you're over here looking at Dr. Fauci like, he was right. So, if you don't so stage your ass so, inside, like, if you stage your fast ass inside. You stage your fast ass in the house, brother. If you were, honestly, no, in all, in all honesty, if you're under pressure, if you're under newly established pressure here for Valentine's Day, you have nobody to bring but yourself. <laughs> you, you did it to yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? You didn't have to be, you, you shouldn't have been out here, but no. you was out here, and now look at you. Now look at you down bad. Now you so, down so, and, 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 I, and I say all that to say this, if you are in that situation and you are under pressure, Guess what? You wanted to you wanted to be on the court. Now it's time to play. Don't be on don't be on the team if you're not gonna be ready when coach call your number. Hey, we have a situation that you're the man for. Come on, come on, check in. Woo. And you're like, well, coach, I don't I don't know that 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 defense doesn't. Mm, mm, oh. That's real. You have no one but to play with yourself. That's good as shit. No one to play with yourself. All right. So speaking of Valentine's Day, Malcolm and Marie with uh, Zendaya and uh, John, was it David Washington? JDW, um, John David Washington. Uh, Morehouse man. That's, that is right. He was on y'all football team. He was nice. He was, he was. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he, uh, he didn't get drafted, but got signed by the Rams. He got signed, yeah, he got signed. Uh, he had a cup of coffee, I think, in, in, in the NFL. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. Absolutely. Dude is, uh, first time I saw him was in Ballers. I was like, oh man, that's cool. Oh, so yeah. I did, oh he, he played, he played the Ballers role to a team. It was, he really very, did. You know. I liked, it. he was probably the most, outside of The Rock, obviously, he was the most likable, probably, guy on mm-hmm. the board. I don't even know if his character was likable, but he was like yeah, engaging. Like, that's, that's, that's better. Uh, and I didn't find out that he was Denzel's son until like deep into the series. I'm like, oh, and then once you see it, you hear it. You can't, unsee, like, you can't, you can't unsee it. You're like, oh, that's your daddy. Okay, yeah, gotcha. that's that is 100 your father. Uh, but they just came out with the romance movie. Um, that's a that's a that's a strong label for that. that I mean, it is. It's 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 so like. So full disclosure, uh, we were, you know, we were kind of chopping it up, talking about what we were going to, you know, do on this on this episode. Obviously, V-Day coming around uh, as much as I'm in the rom-coms. It was dope. And then we kind of talked about, hey, you know, Malcolm and Marie's up. And Gary, you've already seen it. You've seen all of it. Uh, so I was I tried to rush and, and see as much of it as I could. But uh, I only got through about an hour, 45 minutes of it or so. Um and you got the gist. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I, and I think I got a, a pretty solid gist. I also, I'm also pretty sure that while I will finish this last 45 minutes or whatever I got, I will never revisit this particular <laughs> film. That's it. That is it. That is, like, like we said earlier, that is a one hit a quitter. Like once you see it one time and you're like, hmm, you may, you may reference it a lot, but you're never going to go back to watch it again. Never. Zero replay value. Great. I, Great, and, and so, so we'll jump into it. I, me personally, I thought it was a great movie. Okay. I thought 
you know, the writing was good, cinematography was good, the way it was shot, the, like the, the actual ability to make that movie during this time and what they were able to accomplish, amazing. Both John David Washington, uh, Zadar, great, great, great. That being said, it's heavy. <laughs> it, it showcases a lot of what our generation would call toxicity within a relationship. And it, if you, like you, like you mentioned earlier, uh, be about being self-aware. If you're a guy and you're any kind of self-aware, you're going to watch that. If you, if you watch through the movie, because a lot of people didn't know what the movie was about. And once they started watching, it was like, I'm going to watch two people argue for an hour and a half. Fair, fair. Because if you didn't know, it is what it is. But as a guy, like sitting there watching it, you're like, oh, I kind of, I've kind of, I haven't done exactly what he did, but I've done something kind of close. And it was, it was interesting to watch that and be like, oh, okay, all right, well, I'm not that bad. Still got areas to, I can, I can, I can be better at. That's, that's a lot of what I got from it. Um, but it was, it was, it was good. But like I said, it's, it's heavy. <laughs> I, I, I agree with all the, especially the, the technical stuff that you mentioned, the writing, the acting, how well it's shot. Uh, it's in black and white, and that's not normally something I really like that much. Uh, but it, it, it does work for, for what this is. Uh, and while there are several vignettes in these scenes that I really, really like, it's just too much stacked on top of one another. There's no, there's no room to breathe uh, and really take in anything that's happening because like it's round two. You know, like it's, 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 it is, it's, it's right there. It was, that was, a, that was, a, that was a, you like boxing? That was a heavyweight fight. That's a heavyweight Cause, fight. Cause they didn't pull, they didn't pull any punches. They're winging they everything. Coming, they were coming at each other's necks for two Every, hours every single second of, we, hey, we mentioned earlier, if you went like, you know, hey, if you've been dating for two months and then if, uh, Valentine's Day, here's, here's a, here's a way you can sidestep some more shenanigans. Don't watch this if you're not super, like if it's not if it's not super gravy right now, don't do it. Seriously, I'm, no, I'm 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 gonna take it a step further, fellas. Don't watch that movie with your girl, ladies. Don't watch that movie with your man, cause y'all gonna be looking at each other like, be like, it, 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 there's enough in there that covers a broad range that either you or she. Somebody said something that's close enough to it that it's gonna be like it's gonna if, if they're if they're freshly healed wounds they might open up. It's because <laughs> because the the things obviously this it's a movie so it is turned up to about a ten, but mm -hmm. the things and the seeds a lot of those feel like arguments that you've had before. Like it's the, if you want to know the vibes of this movie, it's like Uncut Gems meets the breakup. Like mm -hmm. it's like right there. And it's like in the same way that Uncut Gems was pretty much just a panic attack for two hours. <laughs> There's a lot of that that goes on in this hour and 45 minute movie. And it is just like, it's a sprint. It's the entire thing is several sprints. It's interval training. And so like, it's like, it's, it's so intense. <laughs> it, was a, it was a cinematic hit workout. Mm, okay. That's not bad. That's not I like that. And and the thing is, I would like this movie. I would like 
if you take out these vignettes and you take out these scenes and you put them in different movies, they might all be the best scene in that movie that you put them in. But mm-hmm. putting them right on top of one another is just, it's it, it's borderline unwatchable at points. I'll be honest with you. It's like, damn, couldn't I just can can we take a nap? Well, it's it's interesting because again, uh, Zendaya and the writer Sam Levinson is the writer is the main guy for Euphoria. And yeah. Euphoria is if, you, if if folks have watched that is also very very heavy, and it deals with a lot. But Euphoria, I think, is only is it only I think it's only thirty. Is it? It might be an hour. It might be forty. You know, forty two, forty five minutes at tops. Like I, can't, I honestly can't even remember if it's a it's been so long pandemic is retelling but it's not as much 48 to 65 minutes yeah so it's so it's less time like there's a lot going on and there's also character switch-ups and so you you get reprieve yeah. because there's, there's more transition you don't get none of that not memory <laughs> that's it that's like it. it's 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 watch it like watch it if you're kind of like just intrigued because I, I feel like i'm doing a lot of like hey don't touch the stove I'm doing a lot of that, and I know enough about the people that listen. No, I'm, to saying, I'm saying touch the stove. Touch <laughs> like, the stove. You got it. I know enough about the people that listen that I'm gonna be like, all right, well, I mean, let, let's go to the emergency room. Um, we're going we're, we're gonna finish on this. I, I, I mentioned briefly earlier that I'm a big rom com head, um, and so I would be remiss if we didn't get out of here on some of our. I I, I put top five or top three. And we're gonna do top three rom coms. You don't have to make it a top because, like, I know my 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 numbers change all the time and what I put in there. But just give me three really good ones that 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 you might want want to talk about. No particular order, but like uh, three that you really rock with. So and it's funny too because I think this is this either this week or like last few days was like the anniversary of one of them. But was I really enjoyed Hitch? Yes, I always thought I always thought Hitch was actually a pretty good. A good balance, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got Will Smith, you got Eva Mendez. Good, good balance. You know, the ups and the downs. Very decent movie. Can I, can I just uh, can I interject really quickly? Go ahead. Uh, I love that movie with the exception of the fact that she ruins his entire career on being wrong. And, like, he just kind of yeah. has to start over. Oh, and, he, and he's the one that's chasing after her at the end. Like, So the, so the thing is, yeah, yeah, a little bit. I feel, like I, I feel you on that. Um, oh, maybe I lost. I lost. There's something I was. There's something I was gonna hit on with. Oh yeah, but like I do, I do appreciate a rom com that kind of like, as a guy, like you kind of feel it in your chest. You're like, hold on, she ruined this man's livelihood. Like ah, but then it, like it still ropes you back in. It, it had the ability to rope you back in because it did. It ropes you back in at the end. Does. But you are right because you know I would love to see Hitch 1.5. Like what happens six to eight months down the road where like he kind of doesn't have a job because <laughs> she ruined it. Because you can't be a dating consultant anymore, which is a very niche job, by the way. Yeah, it's a very, yo, you know what I'm saying? He just like, had a job. Well, yo, that's rough. It's rough. Apparently was doing well for himself too. She, hey, she's going to be the first one to ask him. So how, so, you know, so how's the job hunt going? And you're like. <laughs> I don't know. How is the job hunt going? Right. What do you What do you mean? I would be in this position if some. Also, she was terrible at her job. I don't know. It's just. I mean. I mean. Look, Eva Mendes. I get it. I do. She's she's cool in that role. You know. what I mean. She's kind of. You know. She's kind. She got a little bit of the Cameron Diaz vibe, right? Like just a very cool hmm. uh, a woman in these sort of roles, kind of, and, and kind of the way that she's established herself. But 
bro, you can't, you can't, you can't take my job and then have expect me. I'm gonna be jumping on top of your your Mini Cooper. Nah, girl. Nah. You would if it was seven minutes. Uh, <laughs> so let's keep it in the wrong room. Um, but so this hitch. Um, it's funny too. Another one that you mentioned, the breakup, which is funny because is it? I don't know if that's te- te- I'm assuming it's technically a wrong com. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, romance and comedy. Just because you're breaking up the romance, don't mean it's no longer romance. Like, yeah, it's a rom com. Okay, yeah, no breakup, breakup, fucking you know, Vince Vaughn and, and Jennifer Aniston. That that joint, hilarious. And I kind of like the idea of like at the end, it's like they didn't end up together. There's the hint that they may get back together, but you don't know. And it's right. like, it's, you know, because every rom com is like, eh. um, so yeah, those two. And then you know what you know what two movies that look basically they're not the same, but people like to say they're the same because they're both they have the same premise, but they're still wildly different. Is Friends with Benefits and um, Those Those Strings Attached? Yeah, I think both of those. And so people are like, "Oh, it's kind of cheesy," you know. But I'm like, "Yeah, it's cheesy, but all rom coms are to a certain extent." But those ones were made for this era. Right. And I mean, they incorporated a lot of what actually happens because, you know, we all know situationships, friends with benefits that mold and ultimately sometimes form into either two people hating each other or two people like falling in love or at least if not love, they at least date for a very long time. Um, so I thought that, like I like those because it was kind of like yeah it was realistic you know one night one night stand it turns into a friends with benefits it turns into a I like you but I don't want to push it da, 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 da. I was like yo that's it's real I mean you know we only got to see it with white people but it's still real <laughs> truth truth um, um, it's funny because Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman are in one and Mila Kunis and Justin Timberlake are on the other. Mila Kunis and Ashley Kutcher are now married. I just think that's so mm-hmm. fun. That's that's because yeah. those movies came out. They are pretty much the exact same movie. Except oh, that was that was the uh, that was the rom com Deep Impact and Armageddon. That's it. One hundred percent. That is one hundred percent exactly what it was. And just like that, Armageddon is the better movie there. And uh, Friends with Benefits is the better movie there. That's one hundred percent. That is spot on. Uh, you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh man, you mentioned Ashton Kutcher. Oh, I mentioned Ashton Kutcher when you when you talked about this. What happens in Vegas? Not on my list. Super slept on him and Cameron. Oh yeah, with um, was that Diaz? Yeah, that was Cameron Diaz. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was a, that was a good. One. Was it was good. it was a good like just just super slept on. Uh, I'm not gonna give you because one of them. I mean, one is an all time great, so I don't think it's this much fun to talk about Love Actually. Like, I mean, you can just toss that on, and I'm. I'm super good, man. I love it. I love it. I mean, you got some of my favorite. Uh, Hugh Grant, an, an, an absolute legend in the rom-com game. Um, I, you know, I watched uh, it. I Alan watched Rickman. The, you got Alan Rickman. The first this time, like, last year. Yeah, no. It was, bro, it was so white. It's very white. <laughs> it's so very white. Uh, I'm trying that's to think. Of, that's a lot of white people to die. There's, like, one. There's a one black girl in there. Um, but no, no, no. Uh, Chiway, Chiway at four is in there. He's the only black person, I think. I was talking about the black girl that the little kid falls in love with at the end. Oh, I'm talking. I'm talking about the adults. Yeah. Oh, um, wait. Who am I missing? I'm missing somebody. I know I'm missing somebody. No. 
Wasn't a black woman. <laughs> they, didn't have, they didn't have a black woman in that, in that uh, ensemble yeah. cast. Um, but uh, Brown Sugar is probably like Ooh, is definitely one of my favorites. Um, and and it's it's there's like several different joints in there. It's celebrate my divorce. Uh, that joint and that's super quotable. Um, uh, you know Ocho is awesome. What do you say? I, you know what you made you make me think? Like I don't put black. Because those are, those are like black love films versus like rom-coms. Okay. But like you know what? See, I think of Round Sugar as a rom-com. I definitely, because there's, there are a lot of comedic, I mean, most death. Oh, most so death it absolutely has, has those. It ha they have a lot of the same elements. It's funny. I just kind of divide them up because like when we think of like, when you say, say rom-coms, I'm thinking almost explicitly white people. It's fair. I mean. <laughs> and then like when you, like you said, like Brown Sugar, um, what was the, what's, what's the other one? Brown Sugar and, um, uh, love love and Matt. Yeah, I mean, those two get put together, but it is kind of funny because, like, people are like, oh, Brown Sugar is loving basketball, uh, you know, just with hip hop. And I was just like, mm, they're a little different. No, because Brown Sugar is a good movie. That's the difference. <laughs> That's the difference. If you're looking for a difference, the difference would be one is uh, good and the other is love and basketball. That's a, that's <laughs> a strong <laughs> statement there, brother. And accurate. Strong and accurate. Like I'm going to leave, I'm I'm leave that be. I'm going to leave that be. Hey, man, play it for your heart. Uh, imagine explaining to your old lady, look, we got to break up because I lost the pickup game to my ex. Well, not really, but I then I let her play me again and I let her win. So we're breaking up. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, <laughs> bro, imagine trying to make it out of that. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure out like if he tries to give her the play-by-play, -play, and then she like so wait, said so you gave her a forearm shiver and dumped on her, and then gave her a chance to run it back. She's gonna hit you with the mic, bring bang. <laughs> no, fam, no, no. That is that's that. Oh, that's the that's the scene that they shouldn't have cut. I want to see that scene. Give me that. If that's on the director's floor somewhere, give me that shit. That's what I want to see. Um, uh, here's here's one of my favorites, uh, and it's and it's starring my, my homie Heath Ledger. Ten things I hate about you. I Ooh, love good a good coming of age, like mm. high school, just trying to make it. I love. I've watched so many of those, and they're 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 so good. Um, shout out, shout out, Gabrielle Union. Uh, I think that was like another legend. Major role. Yeah, another legend. She was in that. She was into. Um, What's the joint with Freddie Prince Jr. and Rachel Lee Cook? Um, she's all that. She's all that. Well, well played, sir. Yes, she's also in that. Obviously, she's in Bring It On. Like she just she she ate that whole like she was just eating that whole like high school. She was like twenty five playing a high schooler and pulling it off. And look and look and, and ain't aged much since. No, she really hasn't. Shout out to Dwayne Way. Just good for you. Now I'm gonna go off the board with my last one. Half baked. Half Baked with Dave Chappelle and Rachel True is a rom-com. It's a romance. It's more comedy than romance, but but there is a romance that is the literally the lifeblood of that entire story. That, my friends, is a rom-com. Mm, I think you're stretching the very nature of what that is, but I'm not going to say you're wrong. I'm just saying, man, you got to think outside the box, man. Where's that box? Think outside of it. 
You're definitely outside the box on that one. <laughs> I mean, Dave Chappelle's like is on the low one of my favorite, like just random actors, like early, like 90s blue streak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like there's, there's a lot of like Robert, like he's nice enough, like he's really good in, in those roles. Like he never really did much with the acting thing. Uh screwed was another one. Him and Norm McDonald was was another joint I rock mm. with. Uh, but there's like some old they used to play on USA all the time. The oh, yeah. old, uh, old night. T- yeah, all the all the all the Turner channels, TBS, TNT, yes. and USA. Absolutely, man. Uh Garrett, if, if folks wanna 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 listen to you on social media, where can they find you, bro? Well, if they're that bored, um, they can always come find me at, at Parker underscore Lewis. Um, both on Twitter and Instagram, and no, I'm not on Clubhouse or any of the others. Yeah, I I I think I've I've clubbed my last house on that particular app. I just I, I think it's just too much for me. I just I don't I I just I, I just don't think I get it. I don't think I found my my real vibe, my real my real joint there. But if you want to catch me on Twitter or Instagram, it's h u cosell h u c o s e l l. It's my written work at h u cosell.com. Um, Happy Black History Month. We're going to figure out something to do sometime this month because there's a whole bunch of black oh, yeah. we, 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 And we'll, we got to do something. We'll address that. I always, I always feel like, I always, it's, I always feel it's so daunting. Like, hey, do something for Black History Month. I'm like, shit, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm black. Yeah, like, I'm black, man. Like, I mean, damn. I mean, now now you want me to soft shoot for you too? All right. <laughs> Go ahead then. All right. We'll, we'll, all right, fine. Fine. We'll do something. All right. All right. Just chill out. Get off my back about it. All right, but until then, y'all stay safe. Y'all be easy. (laughs) See y'all on the other side.